Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca, and on today's podcast, myself and Bully Ray, that's right, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer talk about what was trending yesterday, and that was NXT, and not necessarily in a good way. R.I.P. NXT. For real, could this be better for NXT if there is truly involvement from Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard? We talk about it now on the Busted Open Podcast. I go out grocery shopping last night, Bully. Not not last night, in the afternoon yesterday. And I noticed that NXT is trending. And I'm like, why is NXT trending? And then I look, and it's not actually NXT that's trending. It's RIP NXT that's trending. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? And then I look, and I'm like, oh boy, this can't be good. Rest in peace, NXT, trending. But it seems like, um, according to reports and according to Dave Meltzer, and I also read it on Bleacher Report Radio as well, Bully, it seems like Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard might have their hands more into NXT moving forward. Perception, this is not good for NXT. Reality. We have to see. We have no idea what's going to be. Maybe Vince and Bruce have a completely different vision for NXT than for Raw or SmackDown. You got to give it a chance. Of course. I could hear people moaning and groaning right now like, oh, come on, bully, blah, blah, blah. You have to. NXT, depending on who you ask... Vince or Triple H or I guess fans also was never what it was supposed to be. It was better than what it was supposed to be, but it was, it became competition for raw and SmackDown and it was never supposed to be competition for raw or SmackDown. I, 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 I've said it at least once or twice a week for as long as I've been on this show. 
NXT is my favorite brand in the WWE. Do you think Vince McMahon wants anybody touting NXT as their favorite brand? No. But it was. You loved it also. A lot of other fans love it also. It's because of what Hunter and Sean were able to build down there. They built a company that they would be proud of if they had all of their money invested in it. If Triple H and Sean left the WWE and started their own company, it would look exactly like NXT. Cohesive storylines, characters with depth, payoffs, things that made sense and didn't insult our intelligence. And it was working. But the perception was it lost to AEW. And I guess the reality is that it quote unquote lost. Did NXT really lose? Uh, They did. If you look at it in the ratings war. I mean, first of all, I guess we have to start. Bully, if we could, could we start from the beginning with NXT really quick to where we are right now? Because I think it's important to talk about what you just said, because I think it's extremely significant. We it wasn't I, I what just, it was. I, 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 I do want to go back to your beginning, but when I said when they did they quote unquote really lose, I'm not talking about in comparison to AEW. I'm talking about with the numbers that they were getting every week. Last week, AEW did about seven hundred and twenty. I'm sorry, NXT did about seven hundred and twenty thousand viewers. That's pretty much par for the course for NXT, right? Um, it's dipped a little bit. But I can understand because I think actually last week they they fell below seven hundred thousand. I Ed will Ed will confirm it. Uh, I think they did about six hundred and eighty thousand. But but what? Irregardless, they were on a trend upward for for their ratings. They had a they have a hardcore audience that usually around seven hundred thousand that tunes in every week. There was a time bully, believe it or not, they were getting about. 900,000 viewers for that show. Like, and there were times, Bully, where they did beat AEW in the ratings. But as far as, forget about AEW, like you said, I would say it was a win. You have a third brand, a third show that's consistently doing over 700,000 viewers. To me, that's a win. It's dipping now because people know that this isn't going to be the same show in a few weeks. So probably interest is going to wane a little bit. But to answer your question, no, they did not lose as far as popularity, having a successful third show and a third brand. But I'm going to step back to the beginning because, like you said, this wasn't what it was supposed to be. It actually turned out to be better. When I first saw NXT in a live situation, it was right before WrestleMania 31. It wasn't a takeover, but they did a show at a college. And it was in an auditorium that held about four or 5,000 people. Triple H was there. Stephanie McMahon was there. Jim Ross was actually even there, even though at the time he wasn't employed by the WWE. And there were chants of fuck PG. There were even chants of fuck WWE. And I remember looking at Stephanie McMahon and her turning around like, what, like, what? I don't understand what's going on here. This doesn't make any sense to me. WWE was able, forget about competition, they were able to build their own alternative. 
Why watch Ring of Honor when you can watch NXT? We're giving you a completely different show and brand that you're not going to see with Raw or SmackDown. They were able to build an alternative that is still under the WWE umbrella that actually got people to forget that it was WWE. And just so people understand, you mentioned Ring of Honor because at that time, Ring of Honor was the alternative and Hunter was trying to grab that portion of the audience. Keep going. Yeah, I, I think it's safe to say at that at that time, Ring of Honor was the second biggest pro wrestling brand. Would I be safe in saying that? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so he was able to capture talent from Ring of Honor. He was able to capture talent from New Japan. I mean, at that time, at that show at WrestleMania 30, he had Nakamura. You know, Nakamura was was main eventing Wrestle Kingdoms for crying out loud, and Hunter was able to get Nakamura. Uh, the 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 main event that night, or one of the main events that night, was Finn Balor against Nakamura. A year and a half earlier, you were able to see that match at New Japan, and it would be a main event. And now you're seeing it on NXT, the the third brand. And that was before they had a show on USA. This is when they were just an hour show on the WWE Network. They were able to build their alternative. And it got so big, Bully, that I remember they booked Barclays and Doug and I doing a show. It's like, could they possibly sell out the Barclays? Could this third brand that's on for one hour on the WWE Network actually sell out arena? And they did. And they did it in record time. And then you started seeing takeovers outdrawing WWE house shows at the time. And then you get AEW. I, I, I don't blame them for putting NXT against AEW Bully. Probably it was a very, very smart move. Hey, you have a, an alternative brand. The same people that are going to like AEW probably already watch NXT. Hey, there's there might be a case for the fact that we're going to have more talent on NXT that is actually going to be on AEW. And it's an alternative. And it sells out arenas already. And Bull, you always said it's a defensive move. It's a defensive move because Vince McMahon and the WWE is not going to put themselves in a situation where they're going to have WCW happen all over again. Hey, let's try to knock it out early. Let's put something up against it early that we might be able to not only stump their growth, maybe even end their growth. Am I am I am I wrong by anything I'm saying so far? Dead on balls accurate. So then they put it up against AEW. AEW does over a million viewers. But NXT for that first show on USA, Bully, did almost a million viewers. They did well over 900,000. So it's pretty comparable. And even though AEW won, Bully, what, and it, which I still can't believe that they did, they put out a public statement right after losing to AEW that first night. And that statement was, congratulations to AEW, but this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. 
I think they were almost convinced, Bully, that in time they were going to beat AEW on Wednesday nights. That letter that the WWE rifled off to NXT reminding him that it's a, a marathon and not a sprint reminded me of when a championship boxer gets caught with one on the chin and yep. the boxer knows that they've been caught with one on the chin and starts to laugh. The laugh isn't out of humor. The laugh is out of fear because they know that they've been caught. They know that they got rocked and they're trying to put on their best face to show the world. Oh, no, no, no. Nothing's wrong. I'm fine. Look, I'm laughing at his best punch. Bullshit. That's that's laughing out of fear. I could not believe that the WWE actually acknowledged the pissant company after week one. I'm not calling AEW a pissant company. I'm just reminding people of the words that Hunter used when describing AEW. I never looked at that as good wrestling karma. Hunter's a smart guy. If you see that a company has TV and millions of dollars behind it, it has to cause you a little bit of concern. Because money buys talent. And it can buy TV also. Talent, TV, and money are the most important things to a wrestling company. And no wrestling company has had the type of talent that AEW had, the type of TV AEW had, and the type of money AEW had since TNA. But TNA wasn't the groundswell revolutionary movement that AEW was. Because AEW was really started by three young guys. Cody and the Bucks. I always put it on Cody and the Bucks because of All In. And that's not a disrespect to like Hangman or, or um, Omega to, 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 or to anybody Kenny. Else because I know yeah. they were all part of the elite. But Cody and the Bucks were really the brains behind everything. Jeff Jarrett leaving and starting TNA and then finding a financial backer in Dixie. and a, that's, that's real typical pro wrestling. The way the Bucks and Cody and Tony went about it wasn't very typical. It was, it was a revolutionary movement started by guys that wrestling had almost forgotten about or didn't want to acknowledge for fans that wrestling kind of forgot about or really didn't want to acknowledge. And that's why it worked and, and is working and I believe will continue to work. And remember this, Dave, no matter how many problems might occur, if you have money, especially the money that Tony has, you can buy your way through a lot of problems. You can also buy your way into quieting the negativity. Notice how we don't hear a lot of negative shit about AEW in the dirt sheets. How come? Because I think there's a couple of things. First, first of what you're saying, I call it the Yankee principle. The New York Yankees can make a ton of mistakes. 
But when they make their mistakes, they could cover it up. Why? Because they have a lot of revenue. They have a lot of money. So if they get a high price free agent and it doesn't work out, oh, well. But the Pittsburgh Pirates, if they make that same decision, it could devastate that company. It could devastate that team for years where the Yankees could just brush it off. That's what money does. Now, when you talk about as far as like criticism, AEW has done a great job of being the company for the fans. Tony Khan is very free of talking to the media, comes on this show freely every week. You're not going to get Triple H or Vince McMahon to do that. Triple H, you, the perception by journalists and fans is that Triple H and Vince McMahon are in this ivory tower somewhere that are they're untouchable. Tony Khan's a guy that comes out before show, after show. What's going on, man? How are you? Gives you a hug, shakes your hand. Comes on with us, bully. And I'll be completely honest. When the interview is over and we're done, Tony Khan's talking about just bullshitting with us about wrestling. I, I, could, I could talk to Tony Khan about Ric Flair, Terry Funk. Guy's a fan. Think I'm going to be able to do that with a Triple H or a Vince McMahon? No. You're seeing that more and more in the world of sports. The more fan-friendly teams are, the more of a groundswell that we're part of this from day one in the beginning. You feel like you're a part of it. Bully, we talk about that with music. We talk about with that with music all the time. When you start watching a band when they're in their club days and they're struggling and you're part of that band, and then when they finally make it and they're playing arenas, you feel like you're playing the arena. Because you've been when a was part the last of that. Time, when was the last time as a wrestling fan other than AEW that you felt you were a part of something? ECW. And there you have it. And that's where the comparisons always come in. And it's a high compliment. Keep going. No, but I think that's a big reason why. It's like what you just said with CM Punk, okay? If, I don't know, name Goldberg. If Goldberg comes out and he shits the bed, when Goldberg's in that ring, people are going to be chanting, Goldberg, boring, you don't have it. CM Punk goes out there on Sunday. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Don't want it to happen, obviously. But if he has a poor performance... The fans are going to be like, come on, CM Punk. And they're going to be extremely forgiving. Why? Because they feel like they're a part of him. That's the one thing that the WWE does not understand. There's a huge void. They could say that they're fan-friendly all they want. Perception is reality. WWE is the evil empire. They're the New York Yankees. AEW to the Jedi's, man. That's the perception right now with fans. When I watch an AEW show, when I'm watching Dynamite or Rampage, I feel like I'm watching a rock and roll show at a club, at a tiny club. There's barricades around the ring, just like there's barricades around the ring at the WWE. But when I watch a WWE show like a Raw or a SmackDown, I feel like I'm watching a rock and roll band in a stadium. I hate stadium shows because there's no connection with the band and the audience. Hell, there's probably 50 feet from the barrier to the stage. 
Yeah. You can't, you can't, even if you're in the front row, you're not really close enough. Different vibe, different feel with AEW. There's a connection. Can WWE wrestlers make eye contact with their fan base? Sure. No, No, not to the same way. But they don't because it's a different world. It's like in the world of the WWE, we're going to let the fans in every Monday and Friday night. And you guys can sit there and watch, applaud or boo or cheer if you'd like. But we're going to go about our business here in the ring. Never mind the cameras. Enjoy your time while you're here. And when you're leaving, please throw all your trash out and uh, you know exit in a, in a quiet, timely manner. AEW, come on in. Let's party. You know? Yep. Let's pull our pants down and party and have a great time. Woohoo! Who's bringing the keg? Where's the dancing girls? Get out the polls. Speaking of polls, Dabby, you're going to Chicago for uh, All Out, yeah? Dabby, you going to be there? Dancing girls? Dabby will be there. Yeah, I'll be Dabby there. Dabby will be there. I'll be there. You, you got a port pole Quick, do you want me to put up a poll real quick? You want me to get it up? (laughs) Oh, swing. No, but but you're right, Bully. I I would compare it to the TV sitcom Three's Company. Because if you remember Three's Company, they they did that show in front of a live audience. And once in a while, Mr. Furley or Jack Tripper would break that fourth wall where they would look at the audience, right? They would look into the camera and they broke that fourth wall. The, that's the WWE. Like, you're right. They're, this is a show, and you're the audience, you're led into this room, and you get to... And once in a while, they'll break that fourth wall. But with AEW, it does feel like you're part of the party, and that's big. And NXT was able to do that until they went... NXT was able to do that, Bully, until they went up against AEW. Because NXT was an alternative. They were the alternative to Raw or SmackDown. But now you're putting that alternative up against a real alternative. Now all of a sudden you're it's the Fugazi alternative up against the real alternative. And I they got exposed. That diamond was a Fugazi. And they got exposed. They, once they did that, once they went head to head with AEW, they they got exposed. And unfortunately, bully, like I looked at R, I looked at that RIP NXT, and you're right. Listen, at the end of the day, bully, maybe it will be successful. Maybe this is the right thing to do. What is up, everyone? It's Jeff Ratcliffe, the host of the Rant Podcast. Join me weekdays for my unique brand of insight and analysis that will help you crush your fantasy football leagues and DFS contests. I'm also bringing you the sharpest betting angles, unique parlays, and the need-to-know info that helps put units in your pocket. The Rant, the fantasy football podcast that's on every winning lineup. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. That five-year span where NXT was hitting on all cylinders, where you and I would come on the air and say, man, the takeover is even bigger than the pay-per-view that we saw on Sunday. Those sold-out crowds in, in arenas for NXT TakeOver. Those fantasy matchups that we saw on NXT, like a Finn Balor against a Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, I just have a feeling, Bully, that those days may be over. Yep, it's not R.I.P. NXT as far as the brand is concerned. I believe it's R.I.P. NXT as far as the direction and the creativity of the company and what the company was built on. It is no longer Triple H and Shawn Michaels' vision of what NXT should be. It is now Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard's vision. Why are we to think that Bruce Pritchard's and Vince McMahon's vision for NXT, should be any different than their vision for Raw or SmackDown. It's hard. An an educated (laughs) guess or a hypothesis would be, it's not going to be. It's going to be same old, same old, only with younger talent being developed to come up to Raw or SmackDown. NXT now, more than ever, is a developmental brand a developmental territory. NXT is now a minor league. I cannot see it being treated the same way that Hunter and and Sean treated it. 
And if the reports are true, and, and we don't know if they're true about, you know, Vince and Bruce heading it up and Hunter really not having say in the direction. It kind of reminds me of one of the three biggest lessons that I learned from Vince McMahon when it comes to the world of pro wrestling and in life in general. Sometimes you have to learn how to eat shit and like it. And I think that's the position that Hunter is in right now. At the end of the day, what is Hunter? An employee of the WWE. A very high-ranking employee. I would venture to say that Hunter, top, you know, top five there? Yeah, yeah, I would definitely say top five. But everybody answers to Vince McMahon. When I saw the reports that Vince would be producing NXT, I'm just, I, I, I'm just saying to myself, I, I just don't know where the time is. Where? Like, we already, we already know he doesn't sleep. What is, he, what is Vince going to do? Make, make a deal with God and get two more hours added to the day? God, I don't like daylight savings time. Add two more hours of daylight to every day. Yes, Vince. <laughs> Remember when you said let there be light? I need more light. So, like, I just I just don't know where. I, I loved NXT because it was an alternative. I loved it because I, I've always uh, appreciated Triple H's mind. I respected his mind. I liked his mind. Me and, me and Hunter are not on each other's Christmas card lists. We're on friendly terms. We're not the bestest of buddies in every way. But respect in the business is something that I, I will always have for him. Sean, obviously, both of them as performers. Yada, yada, yada. I could blow smoke up their ass all day long. It is what it is. Let's see what happens. What else can you say? I'm not going to sit here and, oh, Vince and Bruce are taking over. It's going to be the shits. I'm going to bury it. Blah, blah, blah. You don't know. You know, when, you know when I'll bury it? I'll bury it in a month after they take it over. If it deserves to be buried. Yeah, but I they're mean, not going to give a shit if I bury it or not. I think they're it's going to be, Bully, it's going to be what NXT was before this all happened. It's going to be a show that every once in a while on Busted Open we talk about. I mean, if it's truly going to be a developmental show and it's not going to be cohesive storylines with top talent, we're going to treat it as such. Have to. We're going to give it a chance, going to give it an opportunity. I just, w- I just wonder, Bully, if they would have put this show from day one on USA on Tuesday nights as opposed to Wednesday nights, would we still see NXT going forward the way that it was before? Or is this all happened and all been blown up because they lost to AEW on Wednesday nights? You know the truth. You know what the truth is. And the WWE could turn around, just like any other wrestling company or any wrestler, yeah. can always turn around and change a narrative and go, oh, no, 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 you got it wrong. Don't be such a mark. Don't believe everything you read. I don't believe anything of what I read except the writing on the wall. If NXT would have been beating AEW 
or have beaten AEW in the, the Wednesday Night Wars, Vince would have left everything along. It's, ha, 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 we told you. <laughs> Piss ant company, how dare they take on the evil empire. That's what you would, and then business would have been as usual. But the perception is a perception that Vince McMahon desp- despises. He lost. One of his brands lost. He doesn't like to lose. Thus, I will now take control. If you want the job done right, do it yourself. That's the mentality. I'm not saying he's right. But who am I to say Vince McMahon is wrong? Nobody can say Vince McMahon is wrong. Vince McMahon built the biggest wrestling empire ever. And he did it his way, not his daddy's way. Because look at what he did to his daddy. Look at what he did to to Vince Sr. Vince Sr., you got it wrong. I'm going to make it right. Not that Vince Sr. had it wrong. I don't want to. I don't want to make that implication that that's the way Vince Jr. said it. It was like, Dad, we have to change things. If you don't want to change things, I'll buy the company and I will change things. And everything that Vince McMahon has done so far in the wrestling business has worked. And he got his ass kicked once. Eric Bischoff beat the shit out of Vince McMahon for 83 weeks. And what did Vince do? He picked himself up, he brushed himself off, he fought back, and then he beat the shit out of Eric Bischoff, dragged him around by his freaking hair, bought the company, rehired Eric, and made Eric his... I don't even want to say it because I like Eric. But that's what he did. And if Vince can do that, everybody else beneath him better have that same mentality. And if you lose, fuck you, we're doing it my way. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not. You're not wrong. How else can we possibly perceive this? I mean, my perception is... Did Vince walk in and go, you know what, Hunter, you're doing such a great job, man. It's not that big of a deal that AEW is getting a bigger number than us us every week. It's not that big of a deal that on Thursday mornings, um, Dave uh, LaGreca and Bully Ray are saying that they love NXT so much, but we're still losing in the ring. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Just stay the course. It's okay that the perception is that Tony Khan, who has uh, just as much money in me and is a punk-ass promoter who, who... touts his wrestling observer award is beating me no 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 it's all good keep going that ain't happening anymore he swore to never get beat again and as long as there is there is air in his lungs he's gonna do whatever he possibly can here's the problem i don't think this does them any good as far as perception wise I don't think many people... I think you, you're going to have a little mini revolt on your hands. Well, I, I Bully, I, I think it's safe to say right now, because even talking to non-wrestling fans, they, they're they're talking about Punk. They're talking about AEW. AEW has been able to ignite something. So instead of kind of stifling it and ending it, they actually ignited it to where I think AEW is bigger now than if they didn't go up head-to-head against NXT. I think this actually helped AEW's cause. I Everything think put, is helping AEW's cause yes. right now when it comes to the WWE. 
if the WWE releases a secretary, AEW uh, um, looks good in the in in the public perception if they hire the secretary. Perception wise, AEW can do no wrong right now. Can they? No, and 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 it's just the opposite with the WWE. Everything that the WWE is doing is like, what are you doing? What's the matter with you? But but let me ask you this, bully. And again, when you talk about Vince McMahon and Triple H, I'm sure Vince McMahon was against. Why are we having an alternate product? Why why would we have an alternate to what we're doing on the main roster? It doesn't make any sense. Then it got bigger, and Vince McMahon was probably saying, you know. What what good is it to us to have this developmental brand outdrawing the main brand and getting better rate better reviews than the main brand? If that was the case, why didn't he step in a long time ago? Well, maybe he rode this wave, and maybe he the did. wave was. He, I think he rode the wave. I think I think Triple H was like, listen, we're having success, and now there's this. We you know what? Here's the ultimate thing. We are going to put. Our show right up against AEW, and we are going to knock them out of the park. They are going to drown. No, I don't think. I, I don't think. I don't think that's the way it was. I no. don't think it was like, "Hey, we're going to put our show up there, and they're going to drown." I think it was. I think we should put something on Wednesday nights and not let them have the night to themselves. I think it was a defensive move, a defensive tone, a defensive everything. You see the groundswell that was AEW. You can't give them a night to themselves. Imagine where AEW... Listen, there's enough people out there that don't like AEW. Don't kid yourself. Okay? For everybody screaming at the top of their lungs how much they... For the million people on social media that are screaming at the top of their lungs that they love AEW and that Tony Khan is the second coming of Jesus Christ, there's a, there is enough people a million people screaming at the top of their lungs that they think the company sucks that yes or no there right now it's split there's no doubt about it but let me ask you bully if what you're saying is what if the but if i'm sorry go ahead no but but to your train of thought to your train of thought where it was a defensive move and we kind of wanted to stop the bleeding or let's make sure that this show doesn't get bigger because we're going to put competition up against it then, then why this? The, the thing I don't understand. There's two things I don't understand. The statement that they put out that this is a marathon and not a sprint, and and Triple H at the Hall of Fame saying AEW is a pissant company. Why do that? I think the comment comes out of a bit of arrogance and ego in the moment. I think it's just an arrogant comment in the moment, working for the pop saying something in DX fashion that would get a reaction. That comment is coming back to bite them in the ass right now. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. 
Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.